Yes, that's good. So, so sometimes a lot of you you arrive at this view from a lot of uh, hours in the spiritual treadmill, so to speak. Yes, and uh, usually when a system of spirituality isn't working for you, the self-centeredness will just use it to blame yourself. You know, you'll find fault like that you haven't done enough, you should have done more, or somehow you're not ready to receive it, or you need to purify a little more, and all of these things to just to keep extend the warranty on this, on what you're using, yeah? But ultimately, if it is true you are what you're looking for, then the big dis deterrent to that would be looking for it, yes? I mean, it's just obvious. If you are what you're looking for, and you're using that to look for it, that would be the blindness to it. Yeah, it seems simple and just common sense, but it's, got, it's a little tricky in a way because of uh, the system itself. Because the system itself is the act of being identified as something. Yeah, so, yeah, I just got to... Is that all right? Yeah, great. Cool. Our uh, proficiency in, you know, recording the message isn't that good, but I think the message is quite good. So, yes. I wanted to ask you a question yeah. yesterday. I'm, I'm of the school. Can you see me, Miss, over there too? Yeah, we're good. All right. The, uh, oh, now I'm out. Yeah. The, the, I'm of the opinion that there's certain things in the, about what we're talking about that science will never strictly prove and that it's a separate thing, but I've noticed in even just in the past year or two, it seems that there are certain areas of science that are catching up and validating some of what we are discussing here, like uh, Bruce Lipton with epigenetics talks about the information coming in to the human being from outside and information to cells coming from outside the cell. And there's a guy, uh, Dr. Dispenza, I think his name is. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Uh, it just seems that there is a bit of um, scientific support starting to come in for things that were normally thought only discussed in spiritual type circles. Yeah, yeah, they're, all, they're always Johnny-come-lately, yes. But See, the, the, in a sense, the problem with science in this point is you can't study what's studying. Yeah? You can't get behind mind to study mind because you're mind, yes? So th this is a dilemma. You can study everything you're not quite well and get to the nitty-gritty of it and the cellular aspect of it, but you can't apply that to what you are because you're the studying of all that you're not. Yeah, so <laughs> you can't see, it's like, no matter how you can look like you're just relaxed and try to do it, but there's no way, there's no way you get behind what you are because you're that. So that would be getting behind, yeah? yeah it's ad infinitum. This is the, this is the little trick of uh, this idea of non-duality. In my view, you can hear other people, they'd speak of it as something else. But non-duality is a simple definition, 
not to. So if you, and it, that's the spirit of its, of its direction, so to speak. It's a negation more than an affirmation. It would say it's through negation that you get to the true affirmation. You don't get to the affirmation by affirming it. You get to the affirmation by seeing what you're not, yeah? So by negating what you're not, you find out what you are. And if that hits you, it usually will inform you, or at least in my experience, it will inform you what that's exactly what, quote unquote, you had been doing. You had been using yourself to find yourself, so to speak, which is... And it's not personal, it just doesn't work. It's just simply, it's impossible in a way you could, uh, the eye can't see itself. Yeah, It may look at a mirror, but it can't see itself. It can see everything else, but it can't see itself because it's the seeing at the moment. Yeah, So it's like a fundamental little roadblock that it doesn't matter if you take a long circuitous route, you're the mobile roadblock. It's you. See, you think there's a roadblock you got to get through, but you're actually the roadblock. So it goes, you know, wherever you are, you're going to run into this dilemma, so to speak. Yeah. And a lot of people run into maybe 500 walls and they try to inform people who've just started out hitting like 10 walls already and saying, listen, either you get a really good helmet or, you know, there's another way, perhaps, yeah? And that is uh, looking to see what you're not, because you can see anything other than you. You basically can. Now, the vision of the eye is limited. It probably has, has a color spectrum and whatever, and ears have a certain spectrum. They can hear a dog whistle, most people, but, you know, animals can. But what's behind that isn't, isn't, doesn't have any limitation, yes? So mind itself isn't limited by what it seems to be moving through. It's just obvious. So, um, so the whole idea of non-duality, non it means not, and duality means two. And what is the duality they're speaking of? There's a lot of expressions of it, but you would say basically subject-object, yes? So subject-object. So most of the day, we're taken to be the subject and we're look we're experiencing objects. I'm meeting you as an object, yes? And see at the same time you're meeting me as an object. So subject here, subject there, thinking they're different, but it's really the same subjectivity. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It looks if I try to come if if my habit, not mine, but if the system's habit is to combine the subject with the object, then it looks different because yeah, that's a different object than that object, that object. But the subjectivity that's moving through is pretty much it's in the same vein. It's not a thing. It's not defined by a thing. Yes. So basically, it's the same nothing looking out of everyone's head, but the mental state interprets it more towards the body. So I, you know, I call Tanya the seer, not that which is seen. Yeah. So to be correct, it would be, oh, the seeing there is facilitating the seeing. Yeah. But I would, it's, I would say it's Tanya, which is, you know, it seems innocent, but it really isn't because it's reinforcing a mistake. And then the mistake 
now takes itself to be the subject and now it uses the subject to find the ultimate subjectivity. Unbeknownst to it, it's the ultimate subjectivity. Yeah, that's the little, that's, that's the roadblock block you and I play. So every road that's blocked is usually because you're on it, yes? <laughs> it's that simple. You don't see yourself as a roadblock. You think there's obstacles and things, and if I could just get those fucking obstructions, but you notice in this jungle of spirituality, once you start macheting, the jungle seems to grow, yeah? So you keep always just more shit growing because you don't see it's you moving through the spaces producing the appearance of the jungle. You don't realize that you're the dreaming, yeah? You're dreaming of obstacles to stop you from being what you are as like a story, yeah? You got time, like a movie, instead of three hours, which you could probably sit through any story, you got 90 years, which could be a little boring, you know, <laughs> especially if you're not the star, you know, you already appear in a few scenes, you're going to be bored stiff. So you're going to do things to try to keep yourself amused or fulfilled, and that's loaded, whatever, doing whatever, yeah? So, so uh, the time is the real... Uh, the time is a huge, huge, huge influence here. Hugely. Completely. This place is saturated with time. It's, it's, look at everyone driving. It's time that's influencing everyone. If you were nowhere to go, you wouldn't see any obstacles. When you have somewhere to go, there's a lot of obstacles. You don't see it. I just don't. I mean, it's, the, it's like the hieroglyphics of just what you observe, it's all written in there. The real scripture is watching what's happening. It's like watching the streaming of the data peering certain ways. And then your fucking role in it is unbelievable. Yeah? If you're having a good time, time flies by. If you seem to be in a dead-end job, it's like, fucking, it just seems like I've been here for four months. It's not even the coffee break. I mean, I mean, it's not like some, you know, symphony of time playing really slow. It's us. We're, we're producing these effects. They're not, we're not, Paul isn't. The system that has an emblem called Paul is, yes? And yet, we see it as if it's real, and somehow, we're not the cause of all this, or we're not, we're just a, we're in it, but we're really not a participant of it, and then people want to sort of get into the safe hiding place of, I'm witnessing it, and whatever it is, that witness is in the fucking water, too. No one's out of the dreaming. <laughs> There's no one that's appearing here that's witnessing here as this. There's no one. It's all, we're all just fucking dog paddling, going everything. It's just a huge verbing going on. <laughs> but we have these absurd stories, really. Yeah, and they wouldn't be, it wouldn't be bad if they didn't seem have, having, if they didn't seem to have such adverse effects. You know, they tend to produce, a, like Buddha said, a supposedly, you know, suffering, the dukkha, that the sense of malaise, of dissatisfaction, emit, you know, just, just uh, fills the space of this event, yes? It's because, and the weird thing is, the more you get, the emptier you feel, and not an emptiness of great fucking space, but an emptiness compared to fullness, you know? 
the emptiness, the more you get, it's actually worse because you're fucking, I mean, I did everything. I played out every mental fantasy I could come up with in cocaine use and it was empty as hell. And then there was an addiction. Then I had to re-meet people because I saw them as objects in my fantasies for a while. All those years, I had to re-meet how to, I had to learn as an action figure how to become intimate with another as something other than an object for my little fantasy things because I did it well for years on drugs. You know, for me on drugs, I got high on women and my, my relationship was with drugs. Fuck, <laughs> really, you know? So what stirs all that up? What causes all that up? Well, first of all, the sense of you doesn't come from you, it's out there. We're always looking at things and people that get some kind of clue of what's going on. And then we, de we need a certain sense of approval and a something from outside. We're just not okay. We don't start there. It's gotta be built and maintained and reinforced. And maybe you, have, you're, you know for sure you're just gonna have to give up some shit for it, like a body or something like that. And you know, there's a lot of commerce here that doesn't leave a good smell on you, you know? You just don't, you compromise and you fucking tolerate and you're afraid to take a move because you don't feel like you're gonna be supported, you know? Now in America, people, they, they don't wanna pay for the, the, the visit to the doctor, so they just put up with shit that you would naturally say, hey, this ain't right, I'm gonna go get it checked out. They just, they've got a giant, you know, weird pause because it's too much money. So I'm just gonna fucking live with this. And it's like, what? it's unbelievable how things go. So the non-duality is just not two of this subject object because, and yet this is the beauty of the message. It's so simple, but it needs warnings to come with it. Because if, if the biggest move of this act of being identified is that it's presenting itself as the hearer of this message right now. Yeah? So if it's, if it's Tanya as what she's not, thinking she's hearing this message, the message gets neutered by that. Yeah? It gets translated to fit Tanya. Yeah? So it's sort of like the sheep who's a lion really, but it, the lion's identified as a sheep and it goes to a meeting where the person that's sharing the meeting is certain that it's a lion and it says to the sheep lion, hey, you're a lion, you would think that would be it. You could do like, you could go to 50 cities, you know, in three days, you know, take five minutes, all right, you've come to the lion meeting, you'll be done in five minutes. What? Oh yeah, I just have to get through, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. That's all we need probably. But it's not, the message doesn't get to, through to the lion. It seems to get diverted by the sheep programming. Yeah? And it's not because you're less of a lion, you're a complete 100% lion. It has nothing to do with the lion because it's the lion that's giving meaning to the sheep. It's taking itself to be the sheep. So when it hears the message, it's a lion, it may be like, yeah, 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 but it translates into I can become like a lion. That's not the message, yes? 
That's not the message. So without that being shown, that little move, you may be at the effect of it. You may be going to a lot of your Alliant meetings and you're wondering why you haven't gotten it because you've gone 50, like 500 of them and you've heard it in very monotone ways, loving gaze ways, you know, very roby ways, very fucking whatever way. It does. You've tried every freaking flavor. What's happening? Why is, if I am a lion, why isn't it getting to the lion? Yeah. What's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. It's, there's an act of being identified as a sheep. That's being the first hand that goes up and goes, ah, I got it, and then runs with the message. And the lion is just in the dark, yeah? Because now the sheep says, oh, I got the message. Eh, no need to go that. But as it it, soon as it gets the message, it makes the message something. All right? Now, a lot of people have never got that warning. They've been going to talks where they say, oh, you, all you are is consciousness. All you are is unbelievable love. You're brilliantly empty. The whole universe is appearing in you. Sounds fucking good. But you're go it's getting like... All right, Paul, 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 and you think, oh, this one can't be Paul claimed, claim. So now Paul's conscious. All Paul's all there. Paul is all there. It is his consciousness. But Paul feels like fucking Paul, really. Yeah. So Paul, there's there's not enough room to all there is is consciousness to inhabit the space Paul's inhabiting. Paul, all right, so Paul now, oh, I am, I'm, all I am is consciousness. Oh, there's nothing here but whatever, but yes. So what does Paul's little brain do? Paul's little brain goes, well, I heard this idea. How can I take advantage of it? Okay, so now I'm in a lot of trouble. So I'll just say, well, there's no Paul to be in trouble. You know, hey, Paul, you owe me $500. There's no Paul who has owes $500. And then the guy will punch you out and you'll realize, wait, this isn't really working. Yeah, for Paul. All right, so maybe they go back to the meeting again. And so they hear the meeting. All right, I'm going to really try to listen this time as a lion. But as a lion, but before that, as a sheep, you see. So you don't, this thing can go on and on and on to the point the idea of being this doer and thinker and feeler, the long-lasting, independent, separate entity, it will get to a point where it'll try to become a non-that as that, yeah, which is really fucking frustrating. <laughs> because now all the non-Paul is making a bigger Paul. <laughs> it's even worse than when Paul was just blatantly Paul fucking things up, and now it's got... Paul, you know, it's got a very deep voice, maybe. I don't know. It tries to mimic what it thinks it would look like to be a non-Paul as a Paul. And it can go to absurd lengths. Really, I get phone calls from people who are in this yoga position, which is a very convoluted one, and they call me. It takes them about 15 minutes to get to the point. So a woman they liked a lot left them. And they're going, but I know there's no woman that left me, and she didn't leave anyone, and I, on and on. Finally, they just break down, start crying, which that's all they needed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not Paul, so let fucking Paul cry. Why is it? See, but they're trying to not be Paul as Paul. See, it doesn't freaking work. Try it. You've gone, probably been through it already. You have all the evidence 
to sort of emphasize the warning in your own little world so you can recognize it. That's the point. You can't just lay this message on people because you've got to see how it's going to be neutered and translated and turned into something else because I've seen it. That's the time. This seat assignment brings me in touch with a lot of people who are very sincere, very earnest, some people with 40 years of a spiritual resume. Sometimes I'm in rooms, I'm in rooms with about 500 years of spirituality, yeah? and yet they're still at this place. Yeah? And so they know the whole idea of being a lion. What they don't know is how the system reinforces itself how the system closes it. You get a mimicking of the lion, but you don't fucking get the lion because you never get the lion. You are the lion. You get information about what you're not. You do not get information about what you are. Information is a very low grade thing when it comes to being something, yeah? The being takes the place of all of its substitutes, knowledge, fucking this, fucking that, memories, peak experiences. It doesn't need any of that. It's just being what it is, yeah? Peak experiences come and go, this and go. It doesn't tether itself to fucking anything to validate itself. It's just awake, yeah? Just awake. That's it. It's never not been awake. It never will not be awake. It, all the assumptions and the seemingly so's hasn't ever been true, yeah? And if someone seems to have a big moment of awakening in time, what they're waking to is not of time. It's always awake. But let's say they get whacked here. I, hum I humbly believe they'd have to admit that when it translates, it tells them it's always been this way. Yeah. So the whole story of arriving there, the whole story, I once had it and then I lost it now. Thank God the grace came back and I reclaimed my, <laughs> my place at the very special table of onness or awakening. Was, it's all made up. It's fun. It's made up because what are you going to do with a lot of time? You got to spin fucking stories. So the story is I went here, I went there, I went there. You know, I went to Walmart. I was walking through the appliance aisle. A toaster fell off the third shelf, hit me in the head, I woke up. And then you share innocently this to people, and now they're going to Walmart, trying to get the per a friend to push the toaster at 11 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday, because that's when it happened to Bill. Boom! And they think, oh, and they, oh, that didn't fucking work. And so what happens? They don't move on, they go back the next Wednesday. I have to wait till October, because it happened October, when blah, whatever. And they just keep, they just keep playing around with the numbers to hope the equation freaking finally works. But they can't extract the number one that's ruining the whole equation, which is them. Yes? This is a different approach. It's no approach at all. You can spend your spiritual budget on other things. Yeah? Maybe give it away. I won't, I'll keep it, but use it for something else. Get an electric bike or something. Do something that's tangible and you can have fun with. Yeah? It, it, it does. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't name the things it has affected as this action figure. Nothing glorious and fucking just a traveling lighter. 
to whatever I, whatever I run into in Toronto. And then when I go home or I go here, I go there, whatever my digestion is saying or whatever, my ears plugged, whatever, all this happens. Constantly stops coming and going all fucking day. And you know, the stage changes, but the fact in the screen doesn't, yeah. <laughs> you're just that, you're just that, yeah. Do you think the screen is going to stop when the movie stops? Of course not. So now, at least a modicum, at least more than 50% of attention and interest is resting there. And then the spending of it is here all day in the commerce of this place. But enough of it's resting there that there's a balance, yes? There's a balance, and that balance is felt as satisfaction and contentment. Yeah, you feel content all day without acquiring or losing anything. You're just, you're starting from okayness, yeah? And then really the desire to get more okay is pretty minimal, at least in this case, you know? And then you start experiencing a beautiful word here, which is enough. You just have enough, you know? I have enough money today to have, you know, truck around. I have this, I have that. I'm freaking in, you know, everything is sort of sweet. And then you go on and basically, then you're quite available to what's happening the other day. Other people, let's say, wow, incredible. You know, or vistas or scenes or flowers, whatever it is, your attention will draw you to whatever it is and you'll have a moment and tons of freaking moments. Yeah, moment after moment after moment. But the moments don't add up to anything. They're just passing over a screen. But the screen is something, yes? It's actually nothing. But it's got something that all the shit doesn't have, which it's always available at all times. It's actually you found what you are by seeing what you're not. That's the only way I've ever arrived, really. I, that's how, I, maybe you want to call it the back door, but that's how it's worked with me. By seeing what I'm not, I've lost interest in all that is used to reinforce that, what I'm not. And now the interest and attention is up to the, it's available to the, you know, the biggest bidder, and that seems to be whatever it is. And it distributes the attention and interest differently than what my mental state does with it, yeah? And it's very severely different, you can see it. They have a total different view of what's going on here, yeah? Raw mind just sees this as a possibility of expression. And the expression isn't always me, it's letting everyone else express. I've seen some incredible shows with people. Last night, it was on the, we were at a little dinner party and it was on the verge of turning into Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, you know? If they had alcohol, it would have gotten really fucking spicy. You're just watching people pontificate. It's fucking great, you know? What the hell? It's just like, pfft, it's all mist and goes away. You move on to the next thing, you know? I realize I gotta get away from people. <laughs> Been with them all day. <laughs> Let's go home. My friend dropped me off where I'm staying. Yeah, take a long bath. Yes, there you go. It wasn't difficult. I didn't have that, I didn't have a huge strategy. I thought I was one strategy would get Epsom salts. It just so happened this lady had lavender bombs in her back, you know, her trunk. <laughs> Fucking even better. Throw a lavender bomb in there. It was like I never had a lavender bomb. <laughs> and I stayed there for like an hour and a half. I would have stayed there all night, you know, if the water could have stayed warm. It was, what the hell, you know? 
This is what happens, you know. I thought I would have to go to the store. Life decided, no, there's some lavender bombs. I didn't even know they were, they were called lavender truffles or something. I didn't even know what they were. Fucking all right, you cut out the whole going to the store. Life just keeps happening like that, yeah. How did that get produced? It isn't produced, it's just a possibility. Everything is potentiality here. We sort of, we're, we're the expression of it, yeah. Mind will provoke it or the mental state will provoke it, but there will be an expression and there'll be impressions, yeah. There's a very, every year of the Course of Miracles, the Course of Miracles, they have a very nice statement, I feel, about uh, the diet, it's basically uh, a description of everyone's day, in my view, yeah. So it says, all right, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. Which is amazing because some people will say you're in a dream, or you're you're in a in something else's dream, like you're in God's dream, like something has imposed a will on you to be in a dream you may not like. But the course says is you are the dreaming, yeah. I mean you got the full active role here, yeah. You are the dreaming of this dream, and then we forget that. Now how the hell do we forget that? Well, I believe it's by being identified as the dreamt, yeah? So, the subject, subjectivity gets sort of confused with the object, and now the mental state says is the object is what's subject, the object is what's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and it confuses a situation, seemingly in time. It appears to the dreaming something's off, so now suddenly the dreaming takes itself to be the dreamt. Hey, that's great. It'll be a better movie, yeah? Way better movie. But there's a little bit of a drag about it. Because now, as suddenly, all the things you've been dreaming now have the ability to affect you as the dreamt. Whoa. Now I get to be the star of the movie. Fucking great. But the movie can kick my fucking ass. Now, how long am I willing to hold on being to the star <laughs> just so that <laughs> or, then, or, or letting go and just realizing I'm in a Cecil B. DeMille fucking epic, you know, much better, really, you know, just a tiny little player instead of the big star. It'll, it'll be a lot easier on you if there's a seeing of it that way. Yeah. So, but there's a struggle yeah, because the selfing loves what it's making. The mental state loves you, this little character. It does. It cher like in Buddhism, they call it the cherishing of self. Yeah, it does. It has a fascination with what it's made up. It really doesn't want to give the, up the ghost. Yeah. So usually a lot of people have to get their asses totally kicked to, to get to the point, go, hey, maybe that perhaps there's a better way. <laughs> I mean, this has been, I don't think I can take this in my 50s, you know, when I was 20s, but now it's getting a little bit funky, yeah? I'm not me, you know, whatever. So, so, so this dreaming, it says, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. I believe that's initiated. It's not true, it appears to be true, see, yes? Seemingly it means it appears to be true or false to you. That's what the word seemingly means. This whole place is seemingly, yeah? So in one sense, something happened to you and you could, it seemingly is the worst thing that ever happened to you, then things may change and you'll look upon it as the best thing that ever happened to you. Because it wasn't the worst thing, it isn't the best thing, it's just what it seemingly is to you, yeah? 
And it's more based on what your condition is than its condition. Its condition is dependent on your condition. Yeah, you're the dreaming. Yeah, you see, you have to see it. I mean, we're giving everything all the meaning it has. So in this sense, I'm fucked. The cops pulled me over one more time. I get popped. I'm in jail. This is the worst fucking thing that ever happened to me. Then that led to me getting sober. And then in a year about in sobriety, I go, wait a minute. That fucking night and popped was the best thing that ever happened to me. Well, I changed. I got, not my fucking arrest record. I was arrested. <laughs> that doesn't get annulled. But how I viewed it got annulled. Yes, because I saw it in a different way. Yeah, so here. But in a huge way, see, you can maybe swivel the camera and give it 50 different meanings, but you're still a Nikon when you're identified as the thing. Yeah, so it's severely limited. You don't have a real fucking panoramic view. You're still identified as what you're not, yeah? It can get better with always the fear that it could go back to being worse, but it can seem to develop a little bit. But there's, it's still defined, yes? And there's a, you'll rub against it, and you'll see the malaise and dissatisfaction is just that. It's not because you haven't got what you're wanting, wanting. It's the system itself. Yeah? The system itself has failed. So, all right, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. And suddenly, we're now giving everything we're dreaming, thoughts, feelings, all this, the power to affect us. So now, watch. You own a thought by calling it yours, and then suddenly, the thought has the power to own you maybe for 30 years, maybe for 10 minutes, maybe for an hour, but there's an owning of a thought. The thought dominates your between 2 and 2.30, maybe Sunday. Yeah? It wasn't the thought, it was the my of the thought. The owning of the thought gives it permission to own you. The owning of the feeling gives it permission to own you. Definitely the owning of the action produces the sense of being the doer of every fucking thing that comes out of here. Even when, in recovery, you were taken over by something and you acted very, very insanely, and it's captured in our first step, which it says, hey, you've got to admit to your innermost self that you are powerless over alcohol and drugs, which means, like, if you're dancing with a gorilla, you're going to stop when the gorilla wants to stop, yes? You don't have much choice. It's like the gorilla's got you, all right, wants to do a fucking waltz, you're going to do a waltz. And then it leaves you high and dry, yes? So basically, those behaviors you exhibited while under the influence, you were powerless over, yeah? So there should be a freedom from the guilt and shame that would be harvested from those behaviors, yeah? If you had will and you did it, what a fucking asshole you were to do that. You would probably get the harvest of the guilt and shame, but there's an out, you were totally powerless over it. Why is it difficult to get that when you know it as intimately as a drug addict? You know, I was apt to do almost anything unless you could physically stop me. Yet the head doesn't give a shit about that. It doesn't give a shit about the true evidence. It just keeps harvesting, you know, you were fucking so stupid to do that that night. See, I went out one night. This is, this could, my head could have had a field day with this. It's freezing cold night in, in Long Island. I, I was, I had moved back from Florida and I was staying with my sister in our old house. My mother had sold the house to her. 
I was staying with my sister. It was a freezing cold night, January 30th, 1980. I went out. I had been with a spiritual group when I was younger, and it looked like I had gone off the rails for a while, and I was starting to hope to try to get back on a certain rail. So I, had, I went to a meeting, a satsang, not like this, but another meeting, that I hadn't been to for about five or six years. And I wanted to see if I could connect. Now, I didn't feel like I connected. It was just a story in my head, but I believed it. So I drove back home, end of this night, pretty much, and I stopped on the way. It was a Sunday night. Stopped at a bar I knew, and I walked in there on Merrick Road, and I, my friend was the bartender, and there was a waitress there. That's all that was there, totally empty. Went up, said hello to him. He gave me some shots of Grand Meunier, and he slipped me a Quaalude ate the quaalude. It was like a down. Ate the quaalude. And then I give up. There's nothing going on. I drive to my sister's house. End of story. Yes, you would think. So I was sitting in my little room and uh, trying to resist going horizontal, you know, and my head is very active and it's telling me a big party may have erupted at this bar. Really, I think it's fucking going down. So I got excited, yeah, and I got in the car again and I drove back there and the last thing I remember was the light in the car when you close the door. And I don't know what happened. I came to, I don't know how long after, I was horizontal and my nose looked huge. And my mouth was the driest I've ever fucking, it was like a desert in there. And I had no idea. And I look and my, there was a doorway. The room was sort of white. And I look at my sister-in-law's there, sitting there, standing in the doorway, and by the look in her face, I knew I was fucked, you know? And I had gotten run over twice. The guy ran me over, didn't know what he ran over, and backed up over me. Yeah. Now, I found out later there was still only my friend and the waitress at the bar. There was no big party erupted. I wasn't missing a damn thing, except for... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I got a real good lesson that night, you know, of uh, listening to one's head, <laughs> playing God, because I suffered consequences, which I still suffer for 38 years now. Now, all day that thought system is sort of providing the same information, false usually, and trying to compel an action all day. I have that one example, but it wasn't like it was novel. It was like that pretty much all day. And most of the time, you have no defense against it, so you're doing shit, being motivated by the head, and you're the one who holds the bag after the shit hits the fan, yes? And yet you can't get out of it as it, yes? So you're stuck. If you believe you're the thinker of the thoughts, the thoughts that you call yours are gonna have power over you, fucking for sure, yes? So how are you going to get out of thoughts? You will never get out of thoughts. You get out of the idea of being the thinker. That's what you get out of, yes? The escape is already available because it's an absolute condition that you're not the thinker, yes? You're seeing thoughts. You see them by hearing them, in a sense. There's a recognition of them, but the idea of being a thinker is a thought also, yeah? And that thought has risen above other thoughts and thinks it's having the other thoughts. Yeah? And you can see a thought as yours by the word in English, there's the feeling of my. Yeah? Because 
Tanya may be driven crazy by that thought right now. I have an immunity to it because I see it as Tanya's. But the same thought, if held as mine, probably could have ruined my day. Yeah? So it's obviously not the thought. Let's be clear about that. It's the sense of being the thinker. That's where the bondage lies. Yes? People, people are trying to cut the fucking field, which is going to be enslaved because you're going to have to keep cutting it. This is just seeing, are you the owner of the field? If you're not the owner of the field, you'll lose interest in the field and its fucking crops. And I'll tell you something, a very little bit of losing interest when it comes to the thought system goes a long freaking way. Yeah, a long way. Because that interest now will never go into yesterday and tomorrow. It will enrich your day now. Now. You'll be awake. You know what it's like to be awake? To being awake? You never get gypped. You're on all the time. These insane ideas that we believe that you, you're out of the moment or could get out of any fucking moment are insane. They, they, they drive a cottage industry of books that talk about how to get into the moment and going to fucking intensives, how to get into the moment. We guarantee you'll be in the moment by 11 o'clock today. Sign up for 200 bucks. You can't be out of a moment. It's impossible. But see, we entertain these insane ideas, and these insane ideas produce a sense of a reality. And then that reality seems so claustrophobic, we want to get out of it, which is the biggest way of being in it, you see? Because you, know, it, you will not know you're under the act of being identified. You won't, unless you hear it from outside, or you have a sudden whack or something, because it's not, the system is not going to let that information bubble up. It's just not. Yeah? You're going to be taking yourself to be what you're taking yourself to be, and it's a projected fucking image reinforced by claiming activities. That's what it is. Thoughts are claimed and held as yours. Feelings are claimed. Can you imagine what an incredible, efficient system all it has to say is you're the feeler, and then every feeling that happens that day is used to imply that. Every feeling that you note, that you notice consciously, will be used to imply the feeler. Incredible. It's a really unbelievable move. It's not claiming every feeling. It claims, it just says they all imply the feeler. So all day you feel a lot of shit. But it always seems to be collated on the one topic, which is I'm the feeler. That's the bondage of it. The bondage of self is an activity that's being presented by the mental state. You're either in or you're not in, basically. Yeah? And what causes us to have attraction to it, it's presented as being about us, really. You wouldn't go up that hole if you saw Stanley over it, if you're not Stanley. There's no fucking way, if you're not Stanley, would you be thinking about Stanley, unless you had a relationship with Stanley years ago, about what was Stanley doing five years ago. You have no fucking interest in Stanley. But if it's Paul, you'll go back, not even this life, you'll go to the family of origin on Mars. You'll just fucking picture yourself as something, or reincarnations. You're totally interested about you. That's the glue that keeps this thing going. And non-duality is just negating that you. 
It's not even negating a you, a you. It's it's negating the a. It's just keeping the a there. It's a you, not you. Yeah, it's a you. A persistence producing a you there, here, 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 here. But I guarantee it. At one point, everyone where the production has been happening. The A, the A dropped off, then it's you, and then there's a coronation events, and it's crowned me. And then you're really up the ass of the fucking thing. Because me, now me, has the incredible fucking gall to think no one understands me. No one thinks like me. It's like a fucking Pinto thinking it's unique, a Ford Pinto. There's millions of them been produced. They all drive like a Pinto, smell it. But no, put the emblem me on, you'll think you're a fucking Rose Parade number one float. (laughs) See what you're not. See what you're not. Jesus, it's so simple. Start because the reminder will constantly be there because that's all you see all day is what you're not. If you need a constant reminder, the seeing is providing it. You can't see what you are. So you're seeing what you're not all day. So if seeing in what you're not is what's triggering the sense of what you are, you got the fucking trigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you got it. You got the constant reminder. Yeah, As Hawaiian, Hawaiian poet, great Zen master said, how do you, maybe we should ask people what they think this means, because I know what it feels like to me. Huang Po says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yeah, so whatever, can, I'm perceiving that. That can't be the, what's perceiving. I'm perceiving. Therefore, if that's not what's perceiving, then this is not what's perceiving. So now you've just caught it. You caught the system with its pants down. They'll pull it back up fast, and then they'll say, I caught myself. You know, no, that isn't you either. When, when, however, t- whatever arises to state the fact that that's you ain't. Yeah? How difficult is that? So whatever starts pontificating, oh, I've seen, that's not you. Yeah? It's not like, oh, that may be you. <laughs> No, just a blanket, that's not you. So when the head goes, oh, I've seen it now, that's not you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't see it, that's not you. Yes, yes, neither side of the coin. Oh, it has your face with a frown and a smile. Oh, that's me, That no, it's, neither of them are you. It's, it's counterfeit, it's bogus, it's bogus. It has no value in itself. Just see it's not you. Yeah, you got ample. I mean, people listen sometimes, they're insane. Listen to like seven hours of video, whatever. You've got more than that <laughs> in this video. Just hear the message and then apply, let it apply. You don't apply it. You're the effect of it. You don't apply it. If this tries to apply it, that's not it. It's in there. It's gone, hopefully it's gotten through you to what you are and what you not are will start noticing and you're and then people say well how do i know that's not me well i'm telling you something you will there's a flavor difference huge fucking flavor difference if you want to like uh the mental popsicle would be like the stick would be this way this is this way <laughs> let's put it that way it's like this or this hmm. 
Yes? You'll feel it. You can feel the difference. You will. You have the ability to. Your gauges are fucking pristinely sharp. With the mental state laying over it like molasses, they've been dulled. But they haven't been dulled. They just appear to be dulled. Yeah? You don't have to polish the mirror. The mirror is fucking spotless. Just, just see what you're not. Yeah? And then whatever says it's seeing what you're not is not. Yeah? So you just da 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 after you, after you see it a few times, there'll be a, a, like a hundred monkey syndrome. Something will boom. You know what I mean? You know how when you, like the other day we were driving my friend and there was a license plate and it was like, a, there was I, there were I, V, them. And we were wondering, what the mean? IV them? Is, is it like a fucking patient at the hospital? Sounds like an IV. And, and suddenly I realized it's four, Roman numeral. Yeah, it's like, and so it said for them. Had a little picture of the raptors, for them. See, but because I thought it was going to be, was a letter, yeah? The, the assumption was I was looking at letters. This is the thing. So the assumption blinded me to seeing it in another way. So it's, but the assumption didn't hold water for it, only for a few seconds. But it seemed as, I, what is the IV them, IV, IV them, or whatever, you know? And then suddenly, oh, Roman numeral for them made total sense. That's what it's like. First you see the assumption, and then there's the aha. When the assumption says it has the aha, you've seen that, yes? So you'll see... You'll get this. You'll get a sense of the gold, and then you'll see the robbers come in, <laughs> and they'll say, "I have the gold. I have the gold." <laughs> Just see them. See what you're not, and then they they don't. They can't come. You know, infinitely pop up. They they lose steam. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I can only push it so far, and then the system has to, and you catch it. Ah. <laughs> There's a big pause there, and there you are. Wow. When it stops, you're still there. It's beautiful. Yeah? Oops! Uh-oh. It doesn't like that. Has to paste a fucking film over it. But no, you. there was something. Ooh. You saw the person's genitals. It's never going back then. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> you know? So you'll see far five. Yeah. What happened with me, as I'll give you an example. I went to this satsang, a meeting like this. I uh, heard about this lady, so I went to see the lady. And uh, didn't know what she was saying. It didn't even matter. I could feel something in the room. And I had read a book or two. <laughs> so I was on the scent, you know. But I had no idea about how the system reinforces itself. So she's speaking, and I, I shared. I said, oh, you know, I, was, I came in here, and I was looking at, you know, physical sensations, mental activity, emotions, and stuff like that. And now just hearing this talk, I realized that thing that was saying that was a mental state. So the mental state was looking at the mental state. Yeah, I thought it was me looking at the mental state, but it was a mental state. So I suddenly, I got a real sense of the aperture, which I thought was the way I see, opened more. Yeah. I had no idea. It, I thought it was a fixed aperture. I didn't think it could, you know, maybe with drugs and shit I could fucking move it. But I didn't think it would just open up. But it opened up. 
And then I saw what I thought I was looking from as a mental state. Wow, that's cool. So I leave the meeting, I do my thing, I'm reading, and maybe a month or so, maybe some, uh, a sense of clarity would come over me, and then it would be, all right, I see the mental state looking at the you know, emotions, I see another mental state looking at that, and then I saw, but then that feeling of me seeing the two mental states was also a mental state. What? So then it, the aperture went, root, three, now it's three rings, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so it was sort of like this, but it was going to end up like this. Yeah, so I saw maybe seven apparitions of Paul claiming to seeing all this other six apparitions, and there was like a hundred monkey syndrome thing, you know, when a, enough monkeys get something, the whole fucking thing gets it. Sort of what it was like. It just went, whoop, leaped up, and then I didn't have to go f watch this shit anymore. <laughs> because I don't, I don't care how many hand puppets appear, it's not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they're really intricate hand puppets. It doesn't matter if, <laughs> if they sing. It doesn't matter anything. It's just not me. It's not like, it's, it's not, like not me. It's just not me. Yeah. I don't know what I am, and I have no interest in knowing what I am. I don't at all, because I know I can't be a topic. I can't. I can't be found, because I'm not lost. I can't be known, because I'm unknowable. I can't be described, because I'm indescribable. But I can describe what I'm not. I can know what I'm not, yeah? Yeah. So this little idea became very potent in me because I suddenly had a little, I was getting asked to go speak at groups other than recovery groups because we put out a website, which was a mistake probably. Ultimately, I could see it as a mistake. But at the time, we felt like people knew me too well as non-self Paul, Buddha Paul, so they weren't getting anything out of me. They had caricaturized me enough, yeah? I was sort of nuded. I could feel that in my little community, so I wanted, let's get it out there. There must be some other people in recovery that find interest in this message. So we did. Put out a website. Put it out there, yeah? And get it out. Yeah, that was the thing. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, so I was asked to go to meeting, other meetings, other groups. And then I saw an amazing thing, because I wasn't prompted to share, because I thought they were all doing pretty well. Yeah, what the, f I mean, addicts. It'd be good to hear something because they're really fucked. But then I saw something. There's an illness going on. There's an addiction here, but it's cast as spirituality. But it's the same fucking engine. Same engine. The, the, the addictive engine may get to the wall faster, but it's, a, it's the same engine. Yeah? The same sort of mistaken situation. They're taking themselves to be something else, and they're trying to get out of themselves as that. And I actually thought they were fundamentally lower than addicts because at least addicts get fucking high. They were like spending tons of money with the hopes they'd get ultimately high. <laughs> at least the drug addicts are smarter. They just shoot a hit of coke and get a huge rush immediately. Like and then you hear the sirens, but at least you get the rush. But these people are putting it off. And I could see that if they weren't civilized, they'd be at each other's throats. They were fucking sitting at another meeting. And there's no intervention. There's no one's going to come up to you and go, hey, 
put that DVD down. You've had enough. Let's go. No more fucking retreats. No more listening to talks. No, they'll let it go on forever and ever. In recovery, people, there's interventions. Either the authorities or the family says, you got to fucking stop. <laughs> Spirituality, there's none of that. It'll just go on and on. You'll spend all your savings on retreats. Yeah, you have tons of bookshelves of self-help books that all are there to help self. Yeah? So this, you know, so I saw it as an illness, so I started sharing it, and it's amazing. I started sharing this, and this one time there was a, a week-long retreat, and on the weekends they'd bring people to share different views in Carolina. So they asked me to go there. And the guy, I gave the talk, basically said, you know, and the guy, one of the people there said, can you, uh, and I was talking about spiritual addiction, and the guy got up, who was at this thing for a week, and they said, can you give me an example of it? And I went, voila, you're fucking in here. Yes, I mean, this is how we extract ourselves from a situation. We're in it, and we don't, oh, can you explain it more? You don't, you're fucking in it, <laughs> seemingly. Yeah, so, so, it just, just blew my mind. And they keep inviting me back. That's what's amazing. The last talk I did, I went up, they had a chalkboard. And I said, you don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Before I said anything, sat there, gave the talk. And you know, I said, what? I said, I you must be like spiritual masochist or something. You keep fucking asking me to come here. Just whatever. It doesn't, you know. So the stubbornness of this identification, first of all, it's the quickest process in time there is. The brain's reaction to something and using it to imply a self is probably be, be lower than five seconds to a second. Yeah, I don't think, and you can't, there's no process in time that's going to get to beat that process in time. So if you try to do something, it feels like you doing it at the start of you doing something. So if you think that doing is going to get you out of the doer, it's being used to reinforce the doer. So how can we get out of it? You get out of it by realizing you're not in it. That's, to me, is the only way. And how long does it take you to escape from an imaginary place? No time at all. Because you're already escaped. Yes? And really, a real if you want to see the signs of a solution, it's they're of a timeless nature. A solution whacks fast. It's it's so sudden because it's always here. Yeah. It's not a drawn out, long drawn out affair. It whacks you, and that little whack you would think would be so small, but the amount of data that can come through is huge. A huge amount. I mean, when I, this time in recovery, when I saw that this word self implied a foreign installment or a parasitical movement yeah, or something other than me, when I saw it that way and that self had defeated me by manifesting shit through me and all the shit that it manifested through me, I called mine because I was in the act of being identified as it, yes? How am I going to get out of it as it? Can a car ever escape a car? The passenger can quite easily, if it sees itself as a passenger. If it sees itself as the car, 
there's no way out. Yeah? So I saw it. I was not that. And immediately, I swear, it was so incredible. Because first it stopped the stream of thought, so the screen was blank, and it, it was no movement there. So there wasn't like a, a dry current you can't notice, but you feel of time. It was just blank. Yeah? And it was like a, it was like a big screen and a CNN news flash dropped down. It was just unbelievable. And it said, I'm fucked. Yeah? Really, completely. But then what happened is, when I saw that this foreign installment wasn't me, it told me I can be free from it, which was unbelievable. And what it informed me of in a flash, it went over years of living, and, it's, and I saw that most of my behavior demonstrated an effort to try to be free as it. I've been trying to be free as the problem instead of from the problem because I was wedded to it by being identified as it, or by paying attention to that which is identified as it. That's basically what happened. So all in a flash, I learned all I needed to freaking learn, tell you the truth. It just told me what I'm not, and that this had been going on for quite a while. And then as I looked into readings and stuff, I found this similar statement that fit that sense which from Ramana, it's called the problem or the greatest mystery of Ramana Maharshi. And it says, there's a presupposing of this non-existent thing. So this, the subject and objectness gets confused. You think the object is the subject. Yeah? So you don't see the spirit as something other than the body. Yeah? So, there's, so the animation is taken to be driven by the body itself, like the body is self-animating, which it ain't, yeah? So there was a confusion of the subject as the object, and the object thought it was also the subject, yes? That's what happens. So this is, so in that sense, that subject comes through, and now you get caught in this statement presupposing a non-existent thing, which is this body, yes? wanting to get salvation for this non-existent thing. Now, if you want salvation from a non-existent thing, you have it at all times, no requirement necessary, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> you don't have to go back and make sure it's dead. It never lived. It's non-existing. If non-existing means there's an inherent relief of it, <laughs> it's not like it's produced or conditioned. It doesn't exist. By your thinking it exists, you cause the disruption. You don't see it. By believing that non-existent thing is you, you cause a, dis a disruption. You're the irritant. And then you're using the irritant to soothe the irritant, which you get quite irritated about. Yeah? So how can, and you can't walk it back. <laughs> you just have to see it. If you walk it back as what you're not, you get more convolutedly screwed, yeah? So it says, if that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves, because he could have said everything else, you know, your work, your this, your that, but you would think the spiritual practices would be immune or be in more of a noble shelf 
that maybe this fucking muddy little activity wouldn't rise up to what I'm telling you, it's totally drenched by it, right? So that, so you would think, so he says, if this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are being used to reinforce the non-existent thing, to be seen as what? As an existent thing. How can they destroy it? Because you're believing, you're using something to get out of something, but you're actually making that which you want to get out of more fucking in than ever. Yeah? Because it doesn't exist. So you're, you're wanting to leave an imaginary place gives it a reality it never had, nor will it ever have. You don't realize you're the dreaming. You're reality. What could fool reality but reality? Nothing could pull the wool over your eyes except the reality that you are. So the reality is dreaming, yeah? And maybe at this moment for you, it's time to fucking wake up. You don't wake up, you wake up from something. You're already awake. How can you not be? What, what does just the non-volitional onness demonstrated by seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, let it take you a little farther. What does it imply? It has nothing to do with you. You can have a vow, I'm not going to see a bird, but if your eyes are open looking out a window, you may see a bird. Yeah? The seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, touching, are you going to seeing classes? Are you trying to see, you know, let me put pictures of masters so I can see better? No. The seeing is just on. When you wake up in the morning, do you have to already, first, all right, first, uh, Alexis, turn on the seeing. All right, hearing. Uh, slow up on the taste, the smell, it's a little smelly here. Taste, you know, no, it's just, you open your eye, what? <laughs> and even when the eyes are closed, you can feel it. You can feel, it's not like it's off. It's just being contained. It's ready, it's like horses ready to go. <laughs> seeing, hearing, feeling, it's not like, uh, see, seeing, no, it's, it's there, yeah? That's, that's, the, that's the expression of consciousness. What do you think, that's a quality you have? Give me a freaking break. It's before the idea of you. The seeing has to be claimed for the seer to be implied. Without seeing, it couldn't arrive at the same insane idea you're doing it. It has to have that which is actually happening to imply there's a someone. Yeah? So it claims the seeing, and now you become the seer. <laughs> And then there's vast amount of opinions about what you see. I didn't want to see that. I'd like to see more. It goes on and on. It just creates a giant mental minutia that we, it's like living in one of those dolls. It's, I mean, those things like, you know, you have San Francisco and you shake it up and it's snowing. We're, we're the shaker all day. We're just in one of those all day. <laughs> So seeing, why can't we just leave seeing alone? Just seeing, hearing, or see you can't. That's the beauty of the message. The mental state's going to imply a seer and seen from any seeing. You can't change that. Just see you're not that, that's all. 
You don't have to change anything. Just see you're not of it. That's all. You may seem to be in it, as Jesus says, you're in this world, but he also says you're not of it. Yeah. So, all right, don't have to fuck around. Well, I don't want that in there. No, just there's an acceptance of it all. It's just arising. But the implying this, you could see. You can see the mechanism of how it works. And maybe uh, if you do, because it's not really you, there'll be a withdrawing of interest and attention, seriously. And instead of my being a capital M, it'll be a small letter M. It'll be my, 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 but you won't be, you're the one that gives it the capital letter structure. Yeah, the attention and interest. It's gotten withdrawn because it's not about you, really. And then everything becomes interesting, in a sense, or nothing, really. Yeah, so you're just, the interest attention to me enriches your moment every day because it's not running on fool's errands. It's not going going into the past to refine Paul, going to the future to remember Paul. It's lost that drive. That system's going to do it itself. You don't have to go along with it. It is. Yeah. I don't care how much spiritual training this takes. It's still going to feel like it's Paul. (laughs) It is. I don't care. You're you're not going to change the source code through the system. It's just not going to work. That's all been... There was a great part of the Matrix. Yeah. The movie. You ever see the movie Matrix? Mm -hmm. I think it was the third one, which were bad. Second and third went off the cliff. The first one was pretty cool. But in this one, it was either the second or third one. The, uh, you know, it's the programming is producing the whole thing and people are in there appearing seemingly. And uh, they don't make reality look too good. <laughs> you know, they make the movie look a lot better. But then Neo has been like christened the one. And he, I mean, he looks pretty good. He's got the leather raincoat down to the ankles, Ray-Bans, nice looking outfit. And he walks into this room and there's all these little TVs in the walls, like little like uh, portal TVs. And they're all action shots of him, you know, doing shit. And, he, and then the mainframe, the com- program is appearing as a guy and the guy's title is the architect. He's sort of like the builder of the program. I may be getting it wrong, but this is what I got out of it. So Neo walks up to him and, you know, knowing he's the chosen one, the savior. And the guy goes, oh, hello, Neo. And he sits there and says, oh, yes, the new savior. We've had seven of you. And uh, there was an aberration in the programming. It got morphed around. And, and then Neo, you could see Neo, what? <laughs> oh, not the one? No, there's been seven the ones. You know, nothing's, come move on, nothing's new here. I know you're here to save, go ahead, nothing's going to (laughs) happen. It's all part and parcel of it. There's nothing, there's no out in this in, all the outs are in, yes, there's, you know, and you could almost see him wilt, you know, his leather jacket got shorter, his haircut got bad looking. (laughs) You mean I'm not? No, no. No, nothing's changing. <laughs> Why not arrive there now? Jesus, so you can have fun today. Or not have fun today. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> you won't be looking forward to much because this is all this is more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful, really. 
It's like the, it's like slacker heaven, really. I couldn't have what I I couldn't have wished. Like if it was going to have to be a spiritual path, I wanted to be involved in laying down Buddhism. <laughs> just, just lay down, best meditations you'll have. But this is even beyond that, yeah? I mean, it's, this doesn't take any thought or effort. The thing is entertaining itself completely all the time. You don't have to join in. There's no vigilance or got to keep my eye out for the thief. No, you've recognized it all. Yeah, and it just uh, let the, the charade of policeman thief play out. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, you can live through it all. And if you're fucked up and need help, get help outside. Don't use non-duality as a philosophy of, of fucking withholding from you what you need as the action figure. People make a lot of mistakes. They think they get this idea of non-duality and that there's no use, or they think they can just, oh, I can drink and shit like that. There's, um, there's no one to be an alcoholic, but there's alcoholism to be a one. <laughs> There's definitely alcoholism to be a one, and you may be that one that alcoholism is going to be. Yeah, it's just sort of like if you woke up and you were a diabetic, would you stop put, shooting up insulin? Same thing. If you were an alcoholic and seemingly you're awake, are you going to, uh, you know, still go to AA? Probably, yeah, because that's what it's for. It's for the brain and the body. Yeah. I don't see how we keep messing things up and mixing things that don't go along. Everything is inclusive. It's not exclusive. This is not a get out of jail free card. You may be in jail, but you'll travel lighter in it. Yeah, that's all. You don't get exempt from boardwalk or Baltic place. You're on the game board. You're going to play the game. Yeah. So. But can you imagine if the if like square zero of the game was always available at all times, times right where you are with no requirement necessary. So even every square you go on is basically appearing in square zero. You've never lost, you never left, like that old yogic mantra, gone, gone, gone to the other shore upon arriving on having never left. That's the whole message of AA. I mean, non-duality, AA, hopefully, <laughs> because, and then you just cut out the gone, 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 you'll save a lot of money on your spiritual budget, going to the other shore and just staying on having never left, yeah, beautiful, what a beautiful, can you imagine if you started at a point where the first move was gone, 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 or have a, or maybe there's another possibility of another point you could start at on having never left, oh, it sounds so much nicer, produces a nice relaxation, doesn't it? On having never left, how would, how would it look from there instead of uh, gone, gone, gone? It would look completely different, yeah? And because you're the dreaming of the dreaming, it's when the dreaming changes that the change in the dreams start occurring. Don't try to change the dream to try to change the dreaming. Let the dreaming change and the dream will change, yeah? Yeah. So that's it, I think. Any questions for this one? We'll take a break as long as possible if I can. And then we'll be back for another one. So, yeah. But any questions? So I have a question. When do you want to come back?
It's now 25 after 3. You want to make it 4.15? That's a show. <laughs> what do you mean? That's less than an hour. Yeah. Did we just say, oh, 3.15. I thought it was just 2.20. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to take a siesta. I'm giving you the shortest one. Yes. Last, yesterday we had about two hours. All right, how about 4.15? That gives us an hour and 45 minutes left. Yeah? When would you like to do it? It gives us an hour. 4.15 till 6. Oh, for the rest part. No, I'm cutting it off the lunch. I'm depriving myself for all of you. So how 4.15 good?